This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor, on this podcast, we have talked quite a bit about membership, uh, church discipline, what it's like to be a church member, um, you know, what, what takes place in the life of the church, and even some comings and goings of church, obviously, with the work that we do here all the time. I have a question about when it's the right time and the wrong time to leave a church. And I don't, I don't mean this in terms of uh, your, your job. Okay. And moving away, you've got called somewhere else, and, and we've counseled through that. We've said you've got to find a good church yeah. before you accept something like this, and, and people can go back and look at those episodes. I mainly mean for other reasons. Right. They're not moving at all. They're staying right here, yeah. but they have decided that they need to leave a church. It doesn't have to be founders. It can be any church. Yeah. When would you say um, to somebody, because I know you've had this come in before too, people just asking your advice, when is it the right time to leave or the wrong time to leave? What are some wrong reasons? Yeah. So let me start here. Every believer needs to be a part of a true church. So show me a church where the gospel is there, where the the truth of of salvation is taught, and the Word of God is there and the ordinances are there. It's a church. It it, it may be a healthy one. It may be an unhealthy one. It may not be the best one, but it's a church. I bring that up because... When I look at the New Testament problems, virtually every church that's addressed in the New Testament has some issue going on. Mm -hmm. Even the seven letters to the seven churches in Revelation, there are two churches that are not corrected in the the seven. Five of of the seven are being corrected in serious terms by the Lord Jesus. And yet in none of the cases are they told to disband or, you Mm -hmm. know, let's create a more perfect church. That, that indicates to me that, that the Lord's church on this side of heaven, local churches, will always have some sort of issue that, that we're dealing with. So if the standard to belong to a church is that it be sinless, that it be pro, you know, without problem, you're never going to find a church. So mm-hmm. what I want to say is, to, to begin the conversation, I think sometimes our standards uh, are we're too quick to leave churches, is what I'm trying to yep. say. I think sometimes we'd be better to stick in there, hang in there, and uh, see the Lord's church grow through whatever issue it is that's bothering a person. Now, having said that, we also need to remember that those New Testament letters are being given at a time when the church has not grown to the extent that it has now. So if you're living in in Ephesus, (laughs) you don't have 15 churches, you've got one uh, in all likelihood, or a a few representations of the congregation and houses or whatever, but not like it is today. So if if I have the opportunity to be a part of a healthier congregation, and I'm by healthier I mean over time it has been proven to be more healthy at the doctrinal level or more healthy at the philosophy of ministry level or more healthy at the leadership standards, then, then your family needs to be in a healthy situation. So the things I'm considering when I look at whether to stay at a church or leave at a church, leave a church, is it doctrinally sound? Mm-hmm. Is the Word of God faithfully taught there without apology in a systematic way uh, so that I'm learning the Word of God and my family is learning the Word of God? Are its leaders qualified? Uh, are the biblical standards for eldership applied to its leaders? Does it discipline sin? 
Is sin ignored in the life of that congregation or is it addressed in a way that's biblically faithful? Those are the sorts of issues that, that I'm looking at as I evaluate a church. And the church will never be pristine. It'll never be perfect. But if there's an opportunity to be a, a part of a healthy church versus a perpetually unfaithful church, mm-hmm. even though it's a tr- true church, but mm-hmm. it's perpetually unfaithful, I'm going to take my family and be a part of a healthy congregation. Mm-hmm. So I know that's sort of a perhaps a confusing answer. I hope it's clear. There are people who stay home and just listen on the Internet because they, they think the church in their community is not healthy enough. I'm saying to that kind of person, if it's a true church, even though it's not the healthiest church, you need to be a part of that church. Mm-hmm. And I think the New Testament gives us that guidance, mm-hmm. right? Those churches were not perfect, but they were the church. So if you have an opportunity to be a part of a church, you be a part of that church. Mm-hmm. Supplement mm-hmm. with faithful teachers online and all the rest, but you be a part of that church. But if I'm in a community where there's this unhealthy church, perpetually unhealthy, and a healthy congregation, then take your family and be a part of the healthy congregation because outside of salvation itself, there's nothing more spiritually impactful in the life of any family than the church it belongs to. Mm -hmm. Be a part of a healthy congregation. So in your experience, where is the weight on the people that choose to leave? Is it on personal preference or is it on sort of that, that doctrinal... Uh, fidelity and, and a commitment to the truth. Yeah. It's definitely not on the side of personal preferences. It's doctrinally, doctrinal fidelity. Philosophy of ministry, I think, goes mm-hmm. hand in hand with doctrinal fidelity. So mm-hmm. there are churches that will say, for example, we believe in the inerrancy of Scripture, mm-hmm. but then you watch how things are actually conducted in the life of the church, and you quickly see they've made no connection with the sufficiency of Scripture. Mm-hmm. So do you actually practice what you preach? Right. right? And And do you think the the uh, the need of the people of God is the Word of God, mm-hmm. or or do you think it's psychology or something outside of Scripture? So those sorts of issues, you know, they they may on a doctrinal statement have the right things to say about theology proper and Christology and pneumatology and the Trinity and and all the rest, but then you look at how they practice life mm-hmm. in the household of God, and it's not faithful to the Scriptures. Yeah. So doctrinal fidelity hand in hand with that philosophy of ministry, the application of Scripture, the primacy of preaching, yeah. the, the Word of God having first place in the life of the church and actually guiding the life of the church. These are things that ought to be, to, to be evaluated. And uh, there, there are some excellent resources that can help people yep. uh, navigate this question. Yeah, Nine Marks mm-hmm. uh, of a Healthy Church is one, one of the resources that come to mind. Yep. Our friend Tom Pennington, he'll be with us in the Truth and Love Conference in January has recently written a book about faithful church membership. Okay. So it has to do with the marks of, of, hmm. of membership. That's good. And, and so these are the sorts of resources people can take into their hands, go to the Word of God, evaluate the question. But the, the, the question you asked me, mm-hmm. if the only church in my area, if it's a true church, mm-hmm. is not the healthiest church, still better to belong to that yep. than to, to not be a part of a church. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, a, if I'm in a community where I have choices... Be, take your family and be a part of a healthy church. Mm-hmm. It's important. Should last question? Should preference have any weight at all? What kind of preferences do you have in mind? Uh, worship music, style. Yeah, uh, style. Yeah. I, I think. I think. To my mind, no. Mm-hmm. 
I know, I know that may not be the answer. Well, the weight but, is on the right side. You, you already mentioned that. Yeah. I just wonder, like, okay, when somebody's making the decision, American church is church on every street corner. Right. So you, you, you have a choice, maybe. I would not leave a church over music style. Okay. Now, in our church, music is very important because we recognize from the New Testament and the Old Testament, it's a teaching instrument. Mm-hmm. It, it is a part of teaching the Word of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the man leading the ministry, is he faithful? Is he, is he mm-hmm. an elder? Is he a pastor? Is he a shepherd? The content of the music, is it biblically rich and truthful in every respect? Stylistically, d- does it turn our attention to God or is it self-word in its focus? Those sorts of things matter. Mm-hmm. But if we're, what we're talking about is, I'm going to leave the church because they don't sing out of the hymnal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm going to lead the church because it doesn't have a choir. I, that, 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 that to me is a mindset that is foreign mm-hmm. to the Word of God. I don't mm-hmm. find that kind of mindset anywhere. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I would say no. Okay. Yeah. But in the sense of that I just discussed, is right. it does is the music truthful? Is it God? Right. You know, then yes, it matters. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingandgrace.org.